Welcome to Health Fail, where we explore failure in healthcare from the highly publicized to the never before told stories of failures that have birthed healthcare transformation and innovation. On this episode of Health Fail, we sit down with Jose Hutch Roscoe to discuss how failure throughout his life and career has led to success in his present role as CEO and founder of the Dot Health Domain Registry. I'm your host, Zach Jiwa. And I'm co-host Stephen Cutberth. We hope you enjoy this episode of Health Fail. This afternoon, we have Jose Ignacio Rasco, otherwise known as Hutch. He is a chief executive officer and founder of Dot Health, um, the domain registry for the Dot Health top-level domain, where he is responsible for the company's vision, strategy, and growth. Um, welcome to the show, Hutch. Thanks, thanks, Zach. Thanks, Stephen. Um, this is awesome we, to be with you guys. We've got our co-host Stephen Cutberth with me here. We're in Austin, Texas. Where are you calling in from today? I'm calling from beautiful Miami, Miami, Florida. Mm. Ooh, it's a good time of year to be in Miami. It's always well, never really to be in Miami. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's never a bad time <laughs> to be in Miami. So, Hutch, as you know, um, we've been uh, we've been building this podcast for for several months. We got to see you at South by Southwest uh, last month. Um, and we're delighted to have you on the show today to talk about failure in healthcare. But we also like to step into the conversation with, uh, you know, kind of personal stories and business stories. Now, for you in particular, I got to know you with the context of uh, of healthcare, but you've not been in healthcare for for a long time. The dot health domain, I think, is what what pulled you into healthcare. But um, but tell us a, a little bit about your background and your experience. And then we'll maybe step into some, some areas where we can talk about failure in that. But um, certainly want to get into, uh, you know, some some topical things on healthcare as well. But give us a little bit about your background and, and some experience there. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so, I mean, first off, I want to thank you guys for having me on. It's it's an honor. Uh, I've gotten to listen to the first few podcasts and and um, I'm pretty intimidated to, to come on here after some of the folks <laughs> that you guys have had on. So uh, congrats and uh, kudos for the high production value too. You guys are like professionals at this. It's pretty amazing. Um, so uh, so just, thank you. I was going to say, we're just having fun, but you know, if, if, you're, <laughs> you're, if you're apprehensive, just take a shot of tequila or rum or whatever you drink in Miami and we'll be all right. All good. <laughs> <laughs> we now have the ability to do a uh, sound bite. So I'm going to do my best to, to, to restrain myself. I'm going to slap his hand. Yeah. It sounds like you guys have toys to play with now. Um, <laughs> yes, you could say that. So, so let me, yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. So, so I'm, um, I'm actually a Cuban American born in Miami, um, trained as a CPA, believe it or not, and um, spent the last 15 years or so kind of in the startup world and, and technology primarily. Um, you know, I actually in my first foray into tech with some partners was was uh, building out domains, uh, websites for, for travel. So we owned a portfolio and actually still own today a portfolio of, of domains like MiamiHotels.com, London Hotels, Paris Hotels, uh, and and just boutique hotels. I mean, just uh, uh, the top cities in the world uh, followed by the word Hotels.com. Um, that's uh, that's that is Legion, basically Legion. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. We we grew that we grew that business to be one of the top affiliates for Hotels.com in the world. Um, and then we had a spectacular failure. So we can talk about that. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. 
Um, and, and, but, you know, as luck will have it, that, that failure led, led us down the path to finding an opportunity for the top, uh, .co, top level domain. So, uh, that's basically the, the top level domain for the country of Colombia. And in 2009, we participated in a, in a public procurement process, uh, my partners and I, and we're fortunate enough to win that business. Um, launched the company a year after that, more or less. Um, we're very so this successful. Is, this is interesting. I, I want you to take a second just yeah. because I don't know that, I don't think everybody does. And I don't know what our listeners know about top level domains and, and how that works. You said .co was Columbia. Um, can, can you take us a little bit into that world of what, you know, web domains and how you procure them and how you end up with them and sell them. Cause yeah. until I met you, Hutch, I had no idea that this was, was a thing. I mean, certainly I knew I could go to GoDaddy and register a domain, but I didn't know all this backend stuff. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so it's a, it's a pretty crazy world that, that like you just said, very few people know that it exists. So um, when you look at a, at a domain or a website, right, that, that address is, is a representative of a bunch of numbers, right. And it, and, it, that those numbers kind of tell your computer where to go and where the content that your that your computer that you're looking for is sitting, right? It's it's a it's a directory, and then there's companies that are called registries, which really serve as as the directory for the internet. And and think of let's say think of each top level domain. A top level domain is everything to the right of the dot. So dot com dot co dot us. Um, .health, obviously, those are top-level domains, and and so different companies or countries operate these top-level domains, and that's all governed by uh, a, a nonprofit called ICANN. And ICANN, you can think of it as like the the UN of the internet, right? They they kind of guide the global policy for internet infrastructure and the the DNS, right? Um, and so every every country any any top level domain that you see it has two characters that's that's a country and this happened uh, i always forget these dates but give or take 1999 or so each country uh was designated their top level domain and then each country decided what they wanted to do with it um how they operated it and so you know the way that that we kind of stumbled into this was Columbia uh, had operated .co as you know, similar to, if you guys are familiar with the UK, how the UK has always been .co.uk. For whatever mm-hmm. reason, Columbia also ran it as .com.co. And mm-hmm. someone in the government uh, some some years ago said, hey, why, why are we doing this? Why don't we, why don't we operate it as .co? Um, it was being administered by the local university in Bogota at the time and and they really wanted to kind of get, get it in private hands and and really monetize it and and make it an asset for the country and uh, and that's where we kind of stepped in and and you know we were we we're very fortunate to be uh this was in 2010 so this was just after the recession um and and the the kind of that the the refreshing of the startup world was was happening this was web 2.0 and and we really, we really carved a niche out for ourselves with the startup community, um, and we had, you know, some early successes uh, getting companies like Twitter and Angel, um, Angel.co, 
uh, Twitter. If you if you look at Twi- if you're ever on Twitter and you see how they represent their link shorteners, um, they're all wrapped in t.co. Exactly. Yeah. And that, yeah. That, that just that just helped us establish some credibility from the very beginning. And and it was you know it was a fantastic growth story. Um, you know, to get you mentioned GoDaddy, Zach. With with GoDaddy, we we put together three different Super Bowl commercials and uh, over over oh, three awesome. years. And so, you know, we just got to do a lot of crazy stuff. It was, it was a fun ride. And then, you know, it would just happen to be the right time. Uh, our, our technical partner in that venture, um, wanted to kind of grow. And, and so they decided to, to acquire us and we sold that in 2014. And, um, and just to, yeah, to, so success. To how, how the whole thing works. Yeah, let's um, talk about the failure that, that landed you there. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, you know the the domain portfolio in, in hotels. Honestly, it was it was it was going pretty gangbusters for a while, and and you know this is one of those lessons learned about controlling your destiny. So, um, Stephen, I think you you mentioned kind of affiliate, right? And so mm-hmm. it, it essentially was right. So we were we were creating unique and original content uh, for all these web pages. Um, but at the end of the day, we were a, a affiliate, right? And we weren't adding, adding value within the value chain of travel, right? So we were taking something that somebody else was selling and repackaging it, the exact same thing almost. Um, and, and if you guys kind of know that world of SEO and, mm-hmm. and, and Google, um, you know, the reason we were successful was our content was so good that we were, you know, top five in the searchers, organic search results for almost all of those terms. Um, so the traffic was, and this was, was this, uh, Hutch, was this in the late, late nineties, early two thousands? If I'm, this this was, um, this started in, in Oh five and, and through Oh six, Oh seven, Oh eight. And then, and I, I can't, I'm not sure the years exactly, but I, th- I want to say in 07, uh, Google came out with these updates. Uh, I'll never forget their names, Panda and Penguin. Panda, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and that killed the affiliate business for us. Uh, like literally, for, I, I forget which one it was that came out first, but um, we lost 50% of our traffic from you know overnight. And, wow. and then it was just a slow death, <laughs> a slow death from that point. But But that, you know, just to, to turn that into a positive, um, you know, obviously we learned a ton, uh, in that experience and that, that really, we learned the world of domains, um, through that, through that venture. And, um, that's, that's what allowed us or opened our eyes and made some of the contacts and connections that led us down the path to, to see the .co, um, opportunity in front of us. So, I'm thinking back, Jose, to when I actually met you, and I think it was an XMED in like 2013 or something like that. And I think it was it was early on in the dot health world when you were kind of shifting over, uh, coming to that. I don't know if that was your first XMED, as you said, you 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 know prior to this were in the startup world. But I'm, I'm just thinking about your your journey from accounting to to the tech world to the startup world, kind of to healthcare. Um, and how it must have been for you to start attending some of those conferences and, 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 and you know, getting connected to that world, which as we kind of know is a, a small world really once you're in it. But how did that affect your perspective coming from that side 
and, and joining kind of this, this health tech world that's out there? Yeah. So, so I think, I think the year was, um, 2015. Um, and you know, so let me step back for a second. We, you know, Daco was going on and, and I mentioned ICANN to you, right? So mm-hmm. ICANN at some point, um, decides that they are going to kind of democratize the, the DNS or the top level domain system. Right. And, and they said, look, there's no reason. And this is a long, long time coming. Um, there's no reason that, that there should be a limit to what top level domains are out there. Right. And so why, why is it that there's just .com, .net, .org, et cetera, and the countries, uh, we want to open this up and you can, you know, within some, some guidelines, parameters, you can register anything. And, and so we went through that process and I can go back to that process, but, you know, the, the winning of, of dot health, um, kind of changed, changed a lot for me personally. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it was, it was, um, right after selling the company. Um, and, and I was just trying to figure out, all right, what, what the hell am I going to do next? Um, you know, I, I, I recently was talk, talking to somebody about, about uh, success and failure. And, and I, I don't know that they believe me or not, but I, what I, was, I was telling her that, you know, the day after we sold, the, you know, we, the day we signed and, you know, saw the, the money come in and everything, um, you know, we, we took the team out. We had a relatively small team, took the team out to a nice dinner that night. And, and the, the next day, um, I was in the office at about nine 30, like, like if nothing happened, <laughs> right. Hmm. And that's kind of like, you know, that's, but that's just mine and, and my, my co-founders, uh, personality. And like, you know, yeah, we had a, we had a big success, but like, we're not retiring or anything like that, you know? Um, so we're just trying to figure out what's, what's next. And, and for me, you know, had all this experience with, with the domain name system and, and there was a bunch of different opportunities in front of us. And, and I said, well, you know, I think health, health is an area that, I mean, besides being a huge opportunity, I think, I think there's some, some good that we can do uh, with, within the guidelines or within the parameters of the expertise that we have. Right. I mean, okay. So I have a, a really critical question here. Um, I'm thinking about what I've heard from you so far. You don't come from, I see where you come from. Why are you sitting there in your office thinking about healthcare? No healthcare background at all. Like what is your context to healthcare? And, and that's what you want to buy and, and maybe expound upon that and say, uh, okay, we want to get the TLD.health and this is what we're going to do with it because I bet there's some failure. I know there is right. Little hint because we've talked about it a little bit, but Talk to us about what you thought that you were going to do with dot health and kind of where that's evolved, maybe. Sure. So, so I mentioned to you the you know the the opportunity to to uh, get a bunch of new domains, uh, and so we actually did. We you know my partners and I applied for uh, thirteen new top level domains, and and the way that these these applications most of them were resolved were, were by auctions and and at the end of the day out of those 13 we we lost all of them except for health wow. and and the the there's probably reason 
the only reason that that we did that was I, I for whatever reason, and and Zach, I mean, I I know you're looking for like that little thing, but I there's <laughs> there's something something inside me was like, look, there's there's something more for us to do here, and and it's not just the business opportunity. Like I think there's there we can do well, and and I mean, it's 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 a cliche, but we can do well and we can do good at the same time uh, within within this domain business that we know, and so. I, I actually, the night before the auction, uh, I called some of my partners who were, who were investing with me, um, for the auction. And I said, listen, I think that this is going to go above what we've kind of set as, as the budget. And I think we should, I think we should go to X. I, I can't talk about the numbers, but I think we should go to X because I, I think I, as long as we're still under X, I think we're still winning in the long term. And, and man, we, you know, we, we happened, we pulled it off. I couldn't believe it, but we pulled it off. And so it was kind of fate to me that, that, that was the only one that, that we, that we won. And, and you alluded to, you know, to, to some failures. So, so Steven, you, you talked about meeting me in 2015. Mm-hmm. Where, where are we today? 2019. Mm-hmm. We launched, we launched dot health in, in July, 2017. So a little bit less than two years ago. So I spent, I spent about three years, uh, digging into, into the, the health world, um, before I was ready to, to bring this to the public. Um, and, and the reality is that I, I was looking for a big, hairy, audacious goal. I, I was looking to, to try to do something big with the domain. I, I, and, and that's, that's where you and I actually first met, uh, Zach was somebody, somebody introduced us. That's right. Your friend um, from Dallas, the doctor. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Dr. Vidia, um, introduced us because he's, I forget, I think you were, you were starting MI7 or MI7. That's right. Yeah. And, and he said, look, this guy, this guy has a background from Microsoft and, and the government and, and he might have some ideas. And, and, you know, after, after three years of, of digging into what, you know, health records and EHRs and interoperability and the whole shebang, um, you know, that, that kind of was a failure because I, I couldn't break through and find something, something unique, different that, that could, that could change, change the dynamics of, of health care online. Stephen, just so you know, my idea at the time when, when Hutch and I first started talking and this, you know, this dates me and it also makes me think about my, my background. Hutch mentioned uh, Microsoft and I, I thought about health fault, but I think Hutch, what I told you about the dot health domain is I was like, Hey, everybody should have their name dot health. <laughs> and that's where we should store all the health records. We should revolutionize, you know, the health record industry and the personal health re- records. So do you Still own, think, do you own Zach G? Of health? course I do. I'm going to go register. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was granted to me just on free advice, but you know, <laughs> you're this is where people, free advice yeah. gets you. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're good at talking people into giving you things for free. So one thing you were talking about there, Jose, was um, getting into healthcare 
you know, to, to help people. And I, I think everyone who gets into healthcare probably has that at the root of when they join this industry. Um, and so I think that's a good maybe pivot to talk a little about the personal side uh, of your life and where you've experienced failure and how maybe some of that failure, uh, you know, drove you toward the, the field that you're in now. So are there any, you know, sides of your experience where you kind of had failure on your, on your personal life that has really formed you? Um, on, on the personal, I mean, I, look, I, I think to me, you know, work, personal life as an entrepreneur, kind of everything, everything blend, blends in together. And I, I'm, I'm fortunate. I, I consider myself to be very fortunate and, and, uh, successful in life just by the fact that, you know, I have a, I have a great family, uh, friends all around me. And, and so, um, I, I, I would find it hard to, to say, you know, personal failures outside of, outside of the business and, and entrepreneurial realm exist. Um, uh, cause I, I just, I'm very blessed in my life. So, um, you know, these, the, the one thing about these failures in, in startup world and business and, and even starting, starting into dot health, um, you know, I, I've always viewed them as, as these failures as, as just temporary. Mm-hmm. I, I view all failure as temporary and, and those failures have kind of taught, taught me to take the long view. And, and that's, that's kind of how, how I see dot health today. Um, so I, I mentioned, I was looking for that home run idea, right. And Zach talked about, you know, the different iterations and ideas that went through your name dot health and your health records and, you mm-hmm. know, uh, a unique identifier, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I just circled back to what, what, what am I good at? Right. What, what do I know how to do and how can I, how can I turn that into a positive? And, and really we just set out to create, um, dot health as, as the home for health online. Right. Um, as you know, a place that provides an instantly recognizable address that makes it easier for users to find the, you know, the credible information that they're looking for. And, and that's something that I, I know that we can do. And, and it's just playing the long game, you know, like, I, you know, another thing about failures, it's also relative, right? So in, in my, in my previous world of, of, I mean, not in my pre- the existing world of domains, but if you look outside the health context, I mean, you talk to some of my peers and, you know, today, today we have a, a just about 10,000 health domains registered. And you talk to anyone in the domain world and be like, oh man, that sucks. You guys are, are you guys doing okay? Are you having a hard time? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and for me, I'm like, what are you talking about? I think that's amazing. Like, this is a, this is a, this is not like a two year thing. This is not the same as, as .co. This is, you know, we're, we're the making, changed, right. The world is transforming. Absolutely. And we're making transformational changes and, and, and in healthcare, you know, obviously the, the first thing I learned is how slow everything moves. Um, so every, every, every no that I might get from a company that tells me, well, they're just not ready to transition their, their brand to the dot health. It's, it's not a no, it's just a not yet in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit on that point. And then, and then I have a question about your family, but um, talk to us. And this is kind of free airspace for you. Tell me why. You can pitch me as the CEO of the Keras Group. Tell me why I need to move to Keras.health. 
And by the way, I do own that domain, of course. <laughs> so I, I, I'm just I'm teeing you up to give me the pitch. Yeah. So so like I like I said, uh, Zach, I think having having your .health domain tells everyone from the very beginning when they're just looking at your uh, domain or your web address what you stand for, right? You stand for health. It's not healthcare. It's not medicine. It's health, and and it it instantly identifies you. Look, I, I, there's a, a lot of a lot of use cases um, of people that have to in .com, for example, that have to kind of over-explain their names and titles in in their domain. Yeah. With .health, you don't you don't have to do that, right? It it instantly you know. It, if, even if it's just steven.health. But you're saying, what you're saying is that I, I don't need a Steven if I've got a .health domain, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I'm editing that part out. Look, look yeah. here's another example. ATX, ATX.health. It's a great right? domain. It is a great domain. Everyone should go to that domain. It's a great, it's domain. A great domain. Right? <laughs> you know, if you want to know what's happening in, in the health scene in Austin, that's where you go. But I mean, otherwise, what what if it was just ATX, which ATX.com is not a bad domain, obviously, but, but what the hell is yeah, it about? You, don't want to get, you certainly don't want to go there. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, all right. We're, we're coming up on time, but I do have a really important question that I think we like to ask all of our, um, all of our guests. And that is, so you have a family, you have three kids, two kids? I have three kids, three, three kids, kids. Yeah. Um, ages, uh, nine, five and two. Yeah, so we're really close in that. Um, So this is this is, I think, the most important question that we get to ask on the show, and we do it whenever we're we're talking to a family man like yourself. How do you model failure for your kids? I mean, certainly um, at their age, failure is different than if they're you know eighteen, twenty one, and twenty four. But you know, put some thought into that. How do you model it today, and what do you want to teach your kids about failure? I mean, I, and I think especially with the, my old, my older, um, with my son, who's, who's almost nine, you know, that's, that's where, where I'm really emphasizing it. Um, and just, I mean, the, the example that immediately comes to mind is, is, um, in his uh, just Taekwondo, right? So what, what I constantly tell him is like, if, if you're not getting your butt kicked, then you're not learning. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of the way without talking about failure and, and, you know, necessarily using those words, cause it would be hard to understand. Um, that that's the way that, that we kind of teach it. Right. And, you know, and in track and field that he does, like, if you're not, you know, yeah. Okay. You came in 10th or whatever, 12th, but, but you know what, that feeling that you have that, that should drive you to do better. Right. And, and in Taekwondo, yeah, we moved you up to the older kids class, even though you're not ready, because if, if you're not, if you're not challenging yourself and, and really like I tell, I tell the, his, his teacher all the time, like, let him, let him feel some pain, <laughs> let him feel some pain. Right. And, you know, and that's the way you grow. And, and I think, you know, complains about it, but I think he understands. I think he understands. That's awesome. That's awesome. What else you got, Stephen? You know, I think we've we've covered some really interesting topics. I appreciate you being a little bit vulnerable and sharing some personal stories and, and kind of what that looks like for you. 
Um, you know, I, I, I'm curious, one topic that we've, we've kind of hit on and, and is, is timely and will be timely as we're moving into, you know, 2020. Um, I'm, I'm just curious to get your thoughts around the national kind of healthcare debate and where you see the future of healthcare going. Obviously, you now have a, have a pretty large stake in healthcare with .health. And I'm curious what you think is going to happen in, you know, 2030. We did an episode on 2030 healthcare. And I'm just curious to get your thoughts on uh, how you see things going in, in, in the States. Uh, I mean, to, to me, I think the, you know, obviously without, and, and I think you, I think you can talk about healthcare without being political, but absolutely but without, without being political. I, I think, I think, you know, it is a, it is a slow moving freighter heading towards, you know, some form of universal coverage for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, just the big question is what, it, just what is that going to look like? Right, um, and I, it's interesting. I was I was hearing a, a podcast, some other podcast, uh, recently, talking about how I'm well, sure is the health fail podcast. Yeah, we, we did a podcast. On this. I've, I've, <laughs> I've heard all of them. I've heard all of them. So it was a different <laughs> one. Um, but they were talking. They were talking about how you know if you if you think about right now, we we already do have universal coverage. Right, nobody is denied health healthcare at at a at an emergency room. Right. So um, how do you how do you take that and and make it more efficient and applicable to everyone so that so that it actually works for everyone and i think i think that's you know that's where it's heading right i think uh politically it's going to be hard for for anyone to argue that you you don't want to take care of everybody right Mm -hmm. i mean i don't think there's anybody that realistically can say that no we don't want to take care of everybody uh it's just a matter of, of how you do it so um that's a complicated that's, system, I guess. Yeah. No, no, I think, and I think you're right. I think that's the direction we're moving. And um, I think you made some good points there. And honestly, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm curious to, to, to see where things go. So I think with that, uh, we, can, we can wrap it up and say thanks to Jose for joining us. Uh, thanks to everybody who's listening. Uh, be sure to give us feedback, listen, rate, reply, et cetera, review the, the show and let us know what you think. And uh, thank you, Jose, for, for joining us. Oh, one last question that I want to finish this podcast with. Threw me a curveball. I thought I we were know. ending. We're ending. We're wrapping. And then this we're is, not. This is, how I want to, <laughs> this is how I want to end this show. I want to start into the show. What is, you mentioned a podcast. Um, what is in your podcast list? What is in, what, what book are you reading? What's something that you want to share with our audience? Uh, it can be any of the three, but um, what, what's the most interesting thing that you've got on your, your list? Well, so, so, I mean, one, one thing that, um, I've, I've, you know, I, I never thought I would get so deep into, but, but I'm really, I really gotten uh, interested and, and trying to help on, on the opioid crisis. So the, the book that I'm reading right now, uh, oh man, what is the name? killing me now. I didn't think that this was going to come out. We didn't prepare you. I know. And you can take your time because we can't edit this out. <laughs> By the way, we're editing this out. Oh, do- wait, it's called, I think it's called Dope Sick. Um, yeah, it's called Dope, uh, Dope Sick by Beth Macy. Um, she takes a, a, a deep, in-depth look at, at the opioid crisis uh, throughout America, and it's just super powerful. And, and you know, uh, uh, one thing that, that, you know, I have gotten involved in, in with other tech companies, uh, this initiative, to, to help fight uh, the opioid crisis online um, through this organization, organization called CSIP, which is the Center for Safe Internet Pharmacies. 
and mm-hmm. we're there with uh, Google, Twitter, Facebook, Mastercard, UPS, basically a bunch of a bunch of companies who, who are all actors online, uh, who are all doing their part to try to limit the spread of, of this crisis. And so that that to me is kind of like the uh, a really big focus right now, and just trying to figure out how Dot Health can continue to do its part to make sure that we're not at least we're not part of the problem. And I and proudly I can say proudly I can say that we're we, we're not we haven't luckily you know God Health doesn't have uh, that kind of abuse and 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 fraud and, and those kind of rogue actors uh, within our ecosystem so proud of that. Awesome, thank you Hutch for being with us today. Go check out Dope Sick, read that book. Uh, great recommendation. If you don't have your dot health domain, you should go register it today and uh, follow up with us next time on the Health Fail Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Hutch, for being here. Thanks, guys. It's been awesome.